You're listening to The Wet Spot, hosted by Passion Poet, a safe space for our tears, sweat, and sexuality. The Wet Spot is sponsored by Passionate Words Editing Services. At Passionate Words Editing Services, words are a writer's currency. We help you spend them wisely. For all your editing, proofreading, transcribing needs, follow at Passionate Words Editing on Instagram. That's at passionate.words.editing on Instagram. Or on Facebook facebook.com slash passionate words editing let's help you spend your currency well follow passionate words on instagram or facebook now to become a sponsor of the wet spot or to donate to help this wet spot go further well here's how you can do it if you want to become a sponsor of an episode or several episodes you can hit me up at the wet spot podcast one word the wet spot podcast at gmail.com and we can discuss how you can become a sponsor if you want to donate a love offering or some just a gift to the erotic empire and the wet spot itself hit me up in my paypal just send just send something to paypal.me that's paypal.me slash erotic empire one word paypal.me slash erotic empire i just give a love donation i would really appreciate it and that will help the wet spot and the erotic empire go so much further so thank you so much and let's get wet are you ready to get wet welcome to the wet spot poetry segment let my voice touch you in ways that will make you curl and go. Yes, let's get wet. Oral sex. Let's have oral sex. Fondle my ears with your timber, making my eardrums have full-bodied orgasms whenever you utter a word. Speak to me and make me completely yours. Don't just give me oral. Let's have oral sex. Moving beyond mere words. Open your mouth. Let me hear you. Feel you. Because silence is for the birds. Every time you moan, my 
body response. Stiffened desire makes lust tactile. I want to feel you audibly before you feel me physically. So, let's have oral sex. Synchronizing our bodies with seduction's sine wave, oscillating smoothly to the rhythm of our ecstasy as we both moan our pleasures to the heavens. Moan for me, baby. Moan for me when I touch you, baby. Come for me, baby. Let it all out. Don't hold back. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, let's, let's have oral sex. This segment is called a solo session where I just talk, where it's just me and you talking about whatever's on my mind let's get wet welcome to the wet spot this is passion point for another week we have been on hiatus for a couple of weeks um unintentionally i was trying to find someone to uh to interview and then when i didn't have one i was intending on doing another solo session and my, my it wasn't you know when you when you when you when your heart in it but your mind you know was it the was it the scriptures say your mind is willing but the flesh is weak kind of thing it was like i had intended on um on doing a solo session but just couldn't get my mind wrapped around it uh, I'm also here, like, uh, preparing for, I'm preparing for, uh, it's probably going to be a short episode because I literally am coming on here deliberately because I don't want to miss another week. <laughs> but, so this is basically, a, um, let me use this opportunity to reintroduce myself to you the listeners of the wet spot maybe you have been a a veteran listener you've been here from the beginning or maybe you've only recently joined you like what you hear but you don't know who is behind the podcast or maybe you've just come online maybe you you've happened on to this podcast and you have no idea what's going on and you you know but you maybe like the sound of my voice so you want to know more so this is the wet spot my name is passion poet i live in barbados i am a a divorced father of two i am two teenage sons and maybe by the time you listen to this podcast the 16 year old would have become a 17 year old because he's going he's going to be 17 in a couple of days so by the time you listen to this he probably would have already had his birthday his younger brother is 14 uh i have recently within the within a year uh transitioned away from 
working for a corporate Barbados where I live and I am now working for myself. So when you listen to the podcast and you more than likely will hear um, an ad spot at the beginning of the show um, talking about Passionate Words Editing Services, that's my company. And so we are editing, we have, we are an editing company and we we allow people who are for the first time um, mostly for the first time first first time writers first time people who want to become published but don't know how they come to they come to passionate words and we lead them through the entire process from concept to completion and beyond that's our motto so i'm here if you have no idea what you want to write but you want to have a consultation with us because you want to write a book. I've had a situation where a client came, she just was burning to write a book. They had no idea what she was going to write. And we sat and after the hour, not only did she have one idea for a book, she had six. So there is the author consultation. There is um, editing. So when you have the actual editing, um, the actual book, the actual book will be edited. It will be formatted, you know, are made all pretty and made in the exact dimensions that you request. Um, we, we, I have, I have freelance cover designers on board, graphic, graphic artists on board to allow you to get your vision for your, um, for your cover on board, and then we also help you to get it published. Right. So that's that is passionate words in a nutshell. But if you are, if you have a sensual uh, if you have a sensible product, if you are an erotic writer, have an erotic CD, um, are an intimacy coach, um, a sensuality coach of some kind, um, anything to do with any situation where sex is not uh, brought down or pulled down, but where you are using your platform to make sex um less taboo <laughs> and um you know and stuff like that where, where your where your platform is used to, to 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 give people especially women uh, a space for them to become more sensual more uh more seductive without feeling without feeling judged you know um if you are doing anything like that in any platform you can hit me up you can also have a you can also have, a, you can use my ad spot. You can take that ad spot or we can work out another ad spot for you. And you can, you can sponsor a show. All right. So, okay. So we've gotten, we've gotten all of that out of the way. That's sort of like the business side. Well, now let's get to the fun part. So like I said, I'm Passion Poet. Right. I'm Passion Poet. I've been a, 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 a spoken word artist since 2011 or so and I've, I've written six books so far okay we've written i've written erotic i've written seduction i've written uh, quotes of passion i've written offering right i've written passion the gemini project and all of those are books of poetry but i've also written make it rain which is a very is actually a novel i true i put my hand on writing a novel so this is who i am i've been a writer from the time i was 14 years old but i got into writing erotic poetry at about 20 or so 
right? And, you know, people would ask me, so why did they get into writing erotic poetry? Well, to be quite honest with you, I wasn't getting none. <laughs> I was not getting sex. I was, a ni- I, was a, I was a nice little Christian boy at the time. And, you know, the, the, the Christian adage of not having sex before marriage. So I had all these pent-up emotions inside. I had no idea what to do with them. So I wrote because writing was and is uh, therapeutic for me. So all that between 14 and going to 14, 15, 16, going through, anytime I had anything going on in my mind, I would write. So I used to just, I just ended up doing the same thing when it, when it came to writing out my my um, my poetry. So that's it. it was, I was using my poetry as a, um, as therapy. You know, as my diary, so to speak. Okay, so that was that was uh, nineteen. That was that was nineteen ninety nine. That, that kind of yeah, a little bit nineteen ninety eight, nineteen ninety nine. Yes, I'm aging myself. Um, but hey, it's my show. <laughs> so um, it, fast forward to about two thousand and. Uh, uh, 20, uh, yeah, 2001, 2000, not 2001, sorry, fast forward to about 2011, yeah, 2011, coming out of a, uh, coming out of, of, of a marriage and wanting to, uh, express myself in poetry again, somehow that first marriage, I was not inspired to write poetry much at all and it came to the, I came to the realization that if I'm not inspired to write a poem about you you and I can't be together because I poetry is a part of me so if I am looking at you and I can't find nothing to write you don't inspire me to write <laughs> that means you and I are not compatible at that time I didn't realize that so uh married her um for a n- number of different reasons but thought I married basically looking back at it believed I married too young uh, but we had pretty much eight years of a good marriage started to degenerate in the eighth year divorce in the eleventh year something like that but coming out of that divorce I decided I, I, I got into my poetry um, I'll give you the story about how that happened uh, I'm sitting at home pretty much uh, bummed out you know uh, this divorce is happening. I am feeling like not good about myself at all. Not good about anything that I'm doing. And I happened to start going to poetry events. So I I heard about this poetry event, and I started um I started going to this. I I I, I don't know nothing about these poetry people. But I like writing. I like so I hear something about a poetry event, and I decided to go. And I see spoken word artists on stage, and it was an open mic, and it was a show. I don't know where the first one was a show. I don't know if it was actually an open mic at that point, but no, it was because I actually have a photo of myself at that show, um, actually like doing doing some stuff on that on that at that show. Because I, you know, I, I tried the thing, you know. But I enjoyed, I remember that there was this girl I met there. So I, I'm now coming out of, I'm now coming out of 
um, you know, being married for X amount of years. So the first time in the long ass time that I actually trained my hand um, at at um, at talking to a woman, you know, kind of thing. I got her information. Got her this at this time. She gave me. She connected with me on Facebook, and you know, I tried to. I tried to to throw talk at her. Tried to get her, you know, interested in me or whatever. Only to realize she is Barbadian, but she don't live in Barbados. She actually lives in Canada. Okay, bummer. So I'm like, okay, you live in Canada. So we got, you know, we tried to talk or whatever. But what happened? What what happened was that she instead of taking me on in terms of, you know, telling me she liked me or anything like that. She basically was like, you know, you, 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 she came, she come, she, she came over as a friend. So she was like, you know what? You home, you sort of like, you sort of like depressed over this whole situation, um, the divorce and all this. You need to go out more, right? So, in, so I'm, I'm in Barbados and she is in Canada and she's sending me. Uh, event pages, events f- over Facebook in that stuff is happening in Barbados and telling me you need to start going out. You need to get out of the house. You are sort of this, you're in this funk and you need to get out, right? So I'm like, okay, no problem. So I I pretty much ignore everything until I see this poetry, another poetry event, this poetry event called The Vibe. And I'm like, okay, again, I see the vibe being held by this man, uh, DJ Simmons. I have no idea who this fella is, right? I have no idea. But I like poetry. And so I, and you know, and she's sending me this stuff to get out the house. So let me just go, you know, let me just go. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what, what to expect, but I could just go. So, I've gone and I see this 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 slim dreadlock fella on stage performing, doing poetry, you know, reciting poetry from memory, and en- engaging the crowd, and I was I was hooked, you know. So there are two sets. Well, he had his set. There was a break, and then he had, um, then he called up people for open mics. So me. I never, I, I ain't really do nothing so, I ain't never do nothing so really, you know, I, I backing, I, I, I watching, I watching, but I hooked, so I coming on every Thursday, I go into the vibe, I, I get in my car, and I go into this event every Thursday, right, so like four weeks of this, I watching, four weeks of this, I watching, and I'm like, okay, okay, I think he could do this. I think he could do this. I think he could do this. So I decided on the fourth way I can actually try it. So I get up there. I gone. Now I can recite. I'm going to recite the only poem that I know by heart. A poem called Whispers that I wrote when I was 16. Right? So I get up there and I got this thing in my this this mic in my hand and I start to recite this thing. Everybody in, in, engaging in this poem, and I, I enjoy myself, but this stage fright hit me, and I forget my entire second verse. Oh my 
God. Oh my God. I really was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. And I started to freak out. Pause. I don't know if anybody knows about this show. Years and years and years and years and years and years ago, there was this show called The Night, A Night at the Apollo, where basically you had an open mic session where people would get up and do things, sort of like how, you know, the very, very early versions of American Idol and these kinds of things, as, as far as I can remember. Basically, people get up and they dance, they do whatever they had to do. And if, you, if the audience like you, you get off. If, however, the audience did not like you, what would happen is that there would be this huge hook that would just come from across the stage and basically drag you off the stage um, to a derisive laughter. I enjoyed it because I was a bit, I was real small when I was showing on TV. But in my state at this time, coming back to the present, I was deathly afraid that something like that would be going on that would actually happen to me at that point. Deathly afraid. And here's why. Because as you know, as I said, people didn't know that I had been battling with my demons of fear and, and self and shame and, and, and all of the sadness from the, from the divorce and all of this. So honestly, if that had actually happened at that point in time, that would have been the wrong time for that kind of stuff to happen to me because I would have shut down completely and you would not be talking to me today. Um, so honestly, I was afraid of that happening. But the complete opposite happened. The one thing I love about open mics is that open mics are so open, um, for lack of a better word, they're open to new new talent. They are so accommodating, so encouraging to new talent, right? They know that new people are scared. They know that new people are probably going to forget lines and stuff like this. But so what did they do? instead of the dreaded hook that came up that came that i was afraid was gonna come and wipe me off the face of the earth everybody started to clap and not only did this did they start to clap they started to clap in the timing of the piece and and from there i could hear people in the background just like you know keep going yeah yeah we got you we got you keep going that kind of way and i was like so got me to to pick back up my um, my, 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 my confidence shattered as it was and try again. And well, it was continue really. And, you know, I figured out where I went wrong, you know, what my second verse was or whatever. And I started and I, I finished the piece and finishing the piece gave me a sense of victory. And everybody was there like loving on the piece and loving on me telling you know, telling me good job, that kind of thing. Years later, I told I told people that story and I said to them, if they had come at me and destroyed, that would have destroyed me if they had come at me at that point because nobody knew what I was going through, right? When I say that, when I say that, um, when I say that um, poetry is therapeutic, a lot of people will understand what that meant and what that means, but yeah poetry saved my life and poetry saved me from becoming you know even more depressed or whatever so i 
I was, you know, got, I, I caught the bug from there. I caught the bug from there. So from there, I, I, I became a groupie for this guy, DJ Simmons. And then from there, he is, I knew that, I realized that he was connected to this other guy called um, Adrian Green. For those international people listening to my voice, I know you don't know these two names, right? But everybody in Barbados knows who Adrian Green is. Everybody in Barbados knows, um, 99.9% of the people in Barbados know who, who DJ Simmons is. These are the godfathers. If you will, Adrian Green is the godfather of spoken word in Barbados. But, um, uh, he and DJ Simmons have worked together for over 10 years doing, doing shows, right? And, and spreading spreading conscious messages across the island right so i know you don't know these names but you should go check them out on youtube you're going to look and see if you find adrian green um, mirror image on um uh, you know these, these these kinds of things and see if you find just put in barbadian adrian green barbadian dj simmons you know what i mean or if you're listening to my voice dj and i are very 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 good friends now um I'm also, you know, good friends with, with Adrian, but definitely I call I call DJ my little big brother because he's younger than me, but I look up to him, you know what I mean? And but he has a he has a, he's running a company with his wife um, called Gainon.com. That we that's a whole another thing because I give you my life story. But Gainon.com, G-I-N-E-O-N.com, you should check it out. It speaks to um, Barbadian culture. Uh, Barbadian, Barbadian culture, Barbadian artists, bigging up Barbadian artists and, and celebrating Barbadian culture. You should check it out. But anyhow, back to my story. Right, so, so, so I, I, I was following them. I was a groupie for them. You know, wherever they went, I followed. Wherever they went, I followed. And they became. They, 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 they had a show. They, they formed a group called Raw Tyron. And, and, and again, I followed. And, you know, so wherever they go, they would have an open mic. And the open mics, so I used to say to people that open mics are my opium. You know, wherever open mics are, I am there. Open mics are my opium. They're my drug. I am there. And I used to follow and I would, I would... I would get, you know, so by this time now, every single time there's an open mic, I want to get on stage, right? I have lots of poems, um, but I ain't knowing the poems by heart. So I'm reading these poems off the off the page. I'm reading these poems off the page, but I just, I just enjoying the idea of having these poems on there, you know, and seeing the reaction to these poems. I remember that they're calling me, they were calling me up, you know, they were calling me up. And DJ always calls me up by saying, hey, there's Robert Gibson. And he's passionate about his poetry. Passionate about his poetry. He says that, he would say that, like that's, that would almost be like my tagline when it came, when it came to I, every weekend I would be there. And so he would call me up, always passionate about his poetry, always passionate about his poetry, right? So... Again, being a groupie, I, I just, you know, I, I'm there. I, I engage with the poetry and engage with them, like talking to them and getting to know them and that kind of thing. We became friends. And at that point in time, a group of poets, 
myself included, started hanging out uh, at this at one of at one of our houses, one of the houses, Catherine Felix at the time. She um, she she offered her house, and we used to go across by her, and just um, and just and just sort of like the the caveat, or let me say, or parenthesis, um, DJ and and Adrian. Formed, they, they had formed, they were, they had formed this, if you want to say, a company called Iron Sharpen Iron. Of course, you know, Iron Sharpen, if the, um, Iron Sharpens Iron, and, and a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. I think that's what the entire scripture verse says. So the whole purpose of Talk Hard and Iron Sharpen Iron is, um, you know, sharpening each other as performers, as poets, and stuff like that. Okay, now going back. So we gone to Catherine's house and we, we, we always in Catherine's house and learning, sharpening and these kinds of things. And they asked us, we, we just throw, we used to throw these random, um, these random challenges for all of us to write to. And one person asked us, if your poetry was a superpower, what would how would you, what would you write a poem about your poem, your poetry being a superpower? And for those who know me, who have listened to me over the years, you know that I start almost every single performance with a poem that I call sometimes Who Am I? And sometimes I call it the introduction. It's just my introduction. It's always how I start a set. That poem came from that um that poem came from that challenge right that poem came from that challenge for those of you who don't have never heard it let me see if i can do it for you this is all impromptu <laughs> and i haven't been performing in a little while but hey I have the power of the heart, but don't you start thinking of Captain Planet far from it. Words slice emotions with surgical precision. Lyrical lightsabers twist in the air like fighting samurai. And I, I am a Jedi wielding the power of the force. But this, this isn't the sight of dark or light. The sight my might comes from wielding emotions. Flinging lyrics like potions make you sigh as my words get you high or wet. And to get you to come to the conclusion that my words, my words were the intrusion that made you weak need. My friend, breathe. But passion's power isn't always sex. Sometimes I get vexed. Releasing words stream so potent they render evil impotent. Tongue lashing injustice, destroying discrimination. I fight evil when I see it in the nation. And no, I'm not talking about the newspaper. My words cater to every emotion from grief to love to pure seduction. Every word designed for maximum reaction. Who am I? I'm emotion. I'm fire. I am devotion, I am desire, I am passion. Right, so that's that piece. So that poem was written at that time where I, and if you are a, if you are a, a lover of, of comic books, lover of, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, lover of all things nerd, you would have heard a lot of different cartoon references and comic book references and that kind of stuff. Because we're talking about superpowers. So I have the power of the heart, Captain Planet. Also, you could go through it and see if you could pick them up. And so from there, 
I stuck on the words passion point as my name. I stuck on passion point as my name because passion point is the poet with this power of the heart, right? I write love poems. I write erotic poems. I write poems of all, all about intensity of emotion. So passion point. Right. So, so all of this gives you an, an idea of where where I got my name from. Right. Where I got my name from. So all of this, all this, this basically who I, this who I am, this how I got my name. And basically I started performing on, at, at, at spoken word events. Wherever the, wherever the spoken word was, I followed. And pretty much just decided that I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be a professional spoken word artist. Um, so what happened after that was that people decided, well, oh, you've been right, you know, you're on stage, you're doing your, you're doing your poetry. This is 2020, this is 2012, 2013. People are like, so where's the book? So where's the book? You know? So I I pushed them off for a while. I was like, nah, I ain't gonna write no books. But by this time, I've been constantly writing poetry, though. You know, every time I get, I I tell people, I write I write when I'm hungry, horny, or happy. You know, so I'm writing. So I have lots and lots and lots of poems. I have, I have hundreds of poems in my in my Dropbox folders. You know. And I just decided one day, people people kept bug, bugging me for this for, for these um, poems, you know, for this book. And they said, "All right, no problem." And I sat down and I looked at my book and I said, and I, I looked at my poetry and I decided at that point that I would focus my poems on sexuality, on sex poems, on getting people wet, on because as I always say, like there's so many spoken word poets who are all about social commentary i didn't want to be one of them you know i didn't want to be one of them you know i i i wanted to be different and and i and and i didn't see anybody doing the kind of poetry that i did especially not on the scale that i was doing it so that's that's the reason why again so a lot of people ask these questions that's the reason why i focus on erotic poetry you know People ask me why why erotic poetry. And that's the reason. And so I just kept doing it. Just kept doing it. And so now I have six books. Um, so all of that. Where did the wet spot come from? Uh, that was like a whole real, real long, <laughs> a real long winding road to get here. Wet spot. The wet spot. People have asked me where the wet spot came from. I had been, again, just like with writing the books, just doing the poetry, writing the books, even starting my business and editing. People were constantly telling me that I should expand myself, express myself. They said to me in terms of, um, in terms of, in terms of writing, in terms of doing the podcast, no, not the podcast, the business, you know, you should, you should edit for other people, you know? And I push off the thought for a while and just like, nah, I, you know, every time people say to me, encourage me to do something, I'm usually the one saying, no, man, no, man, I, I don't think I'm ready. So the same thing happened. I know for sure there was a time that people years and years ago, some, you know, people were telling me, well, I should do this. I should do a podcast. I, and at that point, podcasts were 
in my opinion, I think they were really new. And I, I was like, who would want to talk to me? Who's, you know, people were encouraging me, do a blog, do a podcast. And I'm like, what do I have to say? Who, who's going to listen to me? Who, 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 who am I going to be speaking to that, you know, that actually want to listen to me? Who going to want to read what I write, you know? Um, so, like, a lot of the poems came became what they are because I... I, I jumped in and I started writing a blog and eventually not getting into why I had I had several I had a couple blogs before I settled on the one that I had for about four years that was all about my poetry but seriously I want to get into that other side of me um and the same thing with the wet spot eventually I decided one day you know what let me try to see if I can figure out this wet if I can figure out this podcast thing is there something that I could do uh, for this podcast thing, you know? And I happened, um, you know, things don't happen before their time. You know, people say things, things don't happen before their time. So um, I had I, I, I had never heard about podcast. I didn't really know much about podcasting until I started researching. I happened upon um, the Anchor app, which is what I'm using today. And basically, they say that they they're the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything is done on my phone, and so I had nothing to lose. And so I decided I was gonna make a podcast. And for those again, if you've listened to the podcast long enough, you know what, where I'm going. I came up with the wet spot. Now, of course, being passionate for it, I had the idea of. Obviously, obviously, the idea of it being um, tongue-in-cheek, a little bit sexual, that kind of thing. But if you are actually wondering, the the name came straight. Well, the name came because I had been drinking a cold juice. I think it was either juice or Coca-Cola, something cold, but obviously cold enough that condensation from the glass, right? Um, made a wet spot on the car on the on the couch where I was sitting and I sat in it and like immediately the wet spot came to mind so that's where the name came from nothing it became I I, I made I, I did something with it but that's that's where the original name that's what the name came from and of course I just decided add two t's just to make it different the wet spot so wet has two t's in it <coughs> Excuse me. So, why am I asking myself now? What is this about? What What do I want this to do? What do I want this to be? Right? Um, and I immediately, obviously, start thinking wet spot. So, obviously, you're thinking wet spot. You're thinking you're thinking the wet spot in the bed. No matter what, why it came up, the wet spot in the bed. Um, you know what what the original reason was. My my thoughts are all full fledged, you know, full flight now. Um, so wet spot, um, female ejaculate, uh, wanting, um, wanting the women to be in the wet spot when they when they listen to my poetry. So then it became, you will definitely listen to, and so what the, what's the word? The format that I came up with at that point is a format that has continued to this day, starting with a poem. 
and then you will go into after the after one of my poems you will then go into either you i would be speaking like i am now which i call now i've started calling solo sessions um or i would have somebody i would actually have somebody to to um to interview right i didn't know if i was going to be able to, to keep this up i honestly didn't know if i was going to be able to keep it up i didn't know i didn't know but i just i just jumped in with both feet like i usually do you know jump in with both feet and i will tell you it has been a journey it has been a journey so the wet spot has now gone just past well past two years it's two years and six months now almost um and we've still been going strong yeah i try to make it a weekly a weekly um try to make sure you get something every sunday um but you know sometimes life happens and I don't have uh, an episode for the Sunday, but I try to, um, I try not to keep it go. I try not to let it, but you know, to let it bog down or let it slow be be stagnant for too long. Uh, I did take a little break just after the two year, um, the two years, and to be honest, I needed it. I did need it, but to be honest, I sort of regret doing it. I probably needed it because. You know what I mean? Going, 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 going for two straight years. It had it had breaks in between, but they pretty much I needed to sort. Of, I did need to sort of like disconnect from it and sort of like just give myself a chance, a couple of weeks to breathe and just re recenter. But of course, the issue is just like with exercise. When you start doing something, and then you you catch a groove, and then you stop doing it, start back again is hard. So pretty much now, this is part of the reason why I had this two-week hiatus. Because when I was in my groove, if I can't find nothing to say, if I can't find any person to interview, I just talk. Because I like talking. It's my show. I can do what I want. Right? Um, but sometimes, you know, it was just difficult. I was just not in the right space. And because I've been working all the time on Passionate Words Editing Services, you know... All your emotional and creative juices are poured out to your customers, and literally just like how I would feel when I was coming home from my day job, my 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 normal my job before becoming an entrepreneur. You come home, you're just dog tired, and now because I work for myself and I'm like constantly working, it's just it's even it's even worse. So there were times that like literally I would think I need to do a podcast, and then she's all bread. I just can't. So. That's why we've had the little breaks in between. But I'm not giving up. The podcast is here. What's the podcast about? All of this long talk. What is the podcast about? We you come from full circle from the beginning. Who part? Who passion point is all the way through to why the podcast to to the beginning of the podcast. Now, what is the podcast about? The podcast you will hear. In the little jingle at the beginning, it's a safe space for set for sweat, tears, and sensuality. The wet spot. You focus in on sweat, sweat, uncomfortable, uncomfortable position, uncomfortable situations. Talking in, talking about sometimes talking about situations that might make you uncomfortable. One one of the things, for example, that we discussed over the years was the abortion. Um, the heartbeat law 
when it started to be something that we were gonna that that was trending in in around the world, I had a conversation about it with an American poet. So we had so things like that. Um, we've had we've had conversations uh, that could probably leave some people a little bit uncomfortable. So we sweat, tears, of course, vulnerability. Thinking about vulnerability, right? Um, thinking about the fact that you, even in the in terms of the uncomfortable situations that you speak about, sometimes you might have to unburden. And I, I, I really, I speak to a level of no judgment whatsoever on this show. So you come onto the show, you you have a you have an open book. You can be as completely honest as you want to be, because I am not going to judge. And. So, of course, sometimes it might get... I don't think I've actually had anyone cry on my show. But, hopefully, if you're listening and you have been impacted, maybe you might have cried. Well, somebody in the audience, maybe you might have cried at something that has been said. Maybe something happened, somebody validated you in a way uh, by listening to something that I have put out there and you maybe have shed a tear or two. You know who knows if that's how you feel. If that's what was, if that's what happened, you know you can always shout me a DM. You can always hit me in the DMs um, or by email. We'll talk about those things near the end. Um, but you can always shoot me an email. Let me know how the the show, the show has impacted you, if at all. You know. <laughs> Excuse me. So, and of course, what people usually think of when they hear the wet spot. Right? The wet spot. Sensuality. Sex. As I say when I write, I want you to be wet. I want you to enjoy my work. I want that when you hear these points, these points make you either touch yourself or go and fuck. Or both. I'm just saying. But it's not just that. It really isn't all it isn't all about that. That's the surface and I want that, but it it goes beyond that as well, right? So, so it's a safe space that that's important. A safe space, the sweat, tears, and sensuality, right? Um, safe space because I want, I want to, I want a place. I want to create. I have. I'm trying to create an uh, a platform where people, not necessarily just women, but people and. Focus on women because women are the ones who read my books most of the time. Women are the ones who buy my books. Women are the ones who really engage in my poetry. But and and I'm talking to women when I write ninety percent of the time. So um, I I want you as a woman to feel as I said multiple times on the show. I want you to feel adored. I want you to feel loved. I want you to feel that even that that you that 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 that. that I'll give an example. There was a point, there was a time I did a poem. Uh, I think it was called Empress. And I recited this poem years and years and years and years ago at an open mic. And and I remember the um the MC, female MC, she remember she I remember she looked at the audience and she said, Don't y'all feel empowered? Don't y'all feel don't y'all feel good listening to that point? Don't y'all feel empowered? 
And I'm like, yeah, that's 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 what I, that's what I do it for. Yes, the vehicle is sexual. The vehicle is these are these sexy poems, right? Intellectual or just raw fucking poems. But underneath that, as I always say, I always want to give a space for you as a woman to feel feminine, to enjoy femininity, to feel like a woman. I always say, I am a man. I cannot give you permission, right? I don't want to be to come off as misogynistic. I don't want to come off as patriarchal and giving you and giving you the permission to do things. I, I don't want to do that. But I'm hoping that coming to my show, being a part of the um, being a part of anything connected to me, gives you space. Gives you space. It gives you the space to be uh, feminine. Gives you permission. It gives you the space to give yourself permission to put down the um, the, the, the boardroom, you know. Women got to do a lot of things. They got to be leaders in a lot, a lot of different ways. And this is one of the things that I want to talk about in our a, in a, in a, in a upcoming episode in terms of um, one of the fetishes of being a submissive, um, talking to someone who is a little right and we'll get we'll get into that in a subsequent episode um but the submission women like to be some women like to be submissive to, to the right man because they have to be dominant in all the other things right and so in a sense in a sense the wet spot is a place where the wet spot and the overarching company called the erotic empire is a space where these 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 pieces of poetry and and this art is deliberately set so that you as a woman can feel and enjoy your sensuality and that you as a man listening to my words will know that one women are to be respected because you will never hear me say you will never hear me say uh, call a woman a bitch or a slut or anything like that on in any of my pieces right you will hear me use words like goddess you will hear me use words like darling beautiful you know uplifting kind of words right um there's showing men also that there's a there's a good way and a bad way to talk to women and you can find a better way to talk to women even if you want to tell you want to you you want to um compliment you know there's you know because you know that's a whole nother kettle of fish you know certain things that i realized after becoming coming into this um this 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 genre this um this space some things that i realized really had me going like what i did not realize right that like that women had to go through all they had to go through you know i did not realize what women had to go through on a daily basis and so some of it really rocked my boat like, rocked my world like what the fuck like seriously this what you just gotta deal with as a woman every single daily shit so even in the midst of Talking sexy, being sexy, dropping sexy words, dropping sexy talk, getting you all excited, getting you wet, making you want fun. I'm also wanting to make it to make it uh, okay to celebrate you as a woman, but okay to to, to so a man can actually realize you know what there's a better way, a better way. So, the wet spot is, in in essence, I say the wet spot is two things. A marriage of erotica and education. So my goal is to you have you are you are 
you are entertained by the erotica turned on by the erotica, which would be my poetry that starts every show. But also, you will be educated, edutained, edutained, right? Edutainment, where you learn something, right? Um, if you if you follow me on social media, the wet spot podcast. That's that's each word is punctuated with a full stop, with a period. The dot wet with two T's dot podcast. Wet the the wet spot podcast. The wet spot podcast. Yeah, I know. I didn't I wasn't thinking I wasn't thinking <coughs> I wasn't I wasn't really thinking my way through that. Because I really should I didn't think about having to say it so often. <laughs> Or else I would have just gone with the Wet Spot Podcast. No full stops, nothing like that. You would just type in the Wet Spot Podcast. But being that I am a stickler for punctuation, it felt, you know, when I did it like that, it felt like it needed to, to, to separate the words out. And that's where the full stops came in. But if you go there, you follow me on the Wet Spot Podcast on uh, Instagram. Uh Periodically, I I drop words. Um, I I I I have what I call naughty polls, the the Instagram stories. You could also get some of that, depending on my mood, depending on which um, Instagram page I am on. Um, you will see it either on the Wet Spot podcast or on my on my personal page. The, Bajan Passion Point, Bajan Passion Point, Bajan for me being a Barbadian, and of course Passion Point. So Bajan dot Passion Point, and that's uh, and that's that's another funny story. I had Bajan Passion Point as one word uh, for very very many years, but then I in I uh, me and Instagram follow and they and they delete the account, so I had to start over. So Bajan full stop Passion Point. That's where we are now. And, you know, so you can go in, you can check me out there. You can check me out on, on the wet spot. You can, um, you can, you can, because it is, it is recorded using Anchor, but it's a podcast. So you can access it from anywhere. Just look for the, just look for the wet spot podcast by Passion Point. Look for it on Spotify. Look for it on, um, on Anchor. Look for it on 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 stream um anything anywhere streaming podcasts where anywhere you can stream a podcast you should find it all right so yeah pretty much this is this is a long winding road but this was me explaining for people reintroducing myself to my audience um giving a lot of detail and a lot of background and so as to who i am where i came from and how i got where i am today um yeah if you are interested in hearing more have any questions want to want to come on the show you want to i mean one thing i don't say very often is that with anchor you can actually leave a voice note so if you're using this if you're using anchor listening to this so you can actually go and leave a voice note and it would it would um it would uh, uh, a minute i think you have up to 60 seconds to tell me what do you think? And I will hear it. It will be recorded. And I might, depending on what it is, use it for part of the show. You know, for next time. 
Uh, but you can also, like I say, you can also message me on Instagram. You can message me on my email. The email, I decided not to put the full stops in this time. So, though at spotpodcast at gmail.com. See, see, I should have just done without the full stops because that's so much easier to say. It rolls off the tongue. Though wet spotpodcast at gmail.com. Right? Wet, remember, wet has two T's. Right? And, or you can hit me up on bajan.passionpoet on Instagram. And, uh, you know, just, just just say hi. I love talking to people. And I won't bite unless you ask me to. Yeah? So, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's basically it. That's me rambling on, giving you a, a brief reintroduction into who I am. I'm hoping that you enjoyed this foray into the past. Um, look, stay tuned we have more stuff coming next week more stuff coming um, it, again if you are anywhere in the sensual sphere and you want to be on the show please don't hesitate to, re- to, to, to reach out if you have, a, if you have an event ah, there's, a, if, there's an event coming up uh, with another poet of mine uh, a friend of mine coming up really soon, really soon. Uh, check, my, check my pages I'm getting all that information put down, so I'm not going to say it on this podcast, but definitely check my pages to see coming up, coming up, coming up, what's happening, right? Um, I'm going to be on uh, uh, Instagram Live, um, so that's coming, so I'll uh, stay tuned. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, I think I've been talking long enough. You need to get some water after having having to talk it for almost an hour. But I hope that you have enjoyed the show. <clears throat> Again, if you have something to say, if you want to be on the show, hit me up. Let's let's get going. And as I usually used to as I used to say <clears throat> at the beginning of the show, for the first couple of episodes, this is Passion Point. Thank you for being on the show. Let's get wet this has been another episode of the wet spot i am your host passion poet you can contact us at the wet spot podcast at gmail.com that's the wet with two t's spot podcast at gmail.com or you can check us out on our instagram page the dot wet the two t's dot spot dot podcast i know it's a mouthful i'll say it again the dot wet two t's dot spot dot podcast that's our instagram page if you wish you can contact me Bajan Passion Poet on Instagram at Bajan.passionpoet at Bajan B-A-J-A-N dot Passion Poet on Instagram. Thank you once again for being a part of our show. See you next time. Let's get wet.